Bug Jargal by Victor Hugo, Chapter 53 Comrades, cried a voice of thunder. All turned. It was Bug Jargal, standing on the edge of the opening, a crimson plume floating on his head. Comrades, repeated he, stop! The Negroes prostrated themselves. He continued, I am Bug Jargal. The Negroes struck the earth with their heads, uttering cries the meaning of which was difficult to understand. Unbind the prisoner, commanded the chief. Then the dwarf appeared to recover from the stupor into which the sudden appearance of Bug Jargal had thrown him. He seized the arms of the Negroes who were preparing to cut my cords. How? What is the meaning of this? cried he. Then, raising his head toward Bug Jargal, Chief of the Morn Rouge, what are you doing here? Bug Jargal replied, I have come to command my brothers. Yes, answered the dwarf with concentrated passion. These are the Negroes of the Morn Rouge. But by what right, added he, raising his voice, do you interfere with my prisoner? The chief answered, I am Bug Jargal. The Negroes struck the ground with their foreheads. Bug Jargal, continued Habibra, cannot contravene the orders of Biasu. This white man was given to me by Biasu. I desire his death, and die he shall. You, said he to the Negroes, obey, throw him into the abyss. At the voice of the all-powerful Obi, the Negroes rose to their feet and took a step towards me. I thought all was lost. Unbind the prisoner, cried Bug Jargal. In an instant, I was free. My surprise equaled the fury of the Obi. He attempted to throw himself upon me. The Negroes interfered. Then he burst out into imprecations and threats. Wretches, you refuse to obey me. Do you not recognize my voice? Why did I lose time listening to this cursed man? I ought to have him hurled without delay to the fishes of Del Baratro. By wishing to make my vengeance more complete, I have lost it. O oh, rage of Satan! You, if you do not obey me, if you do not hurl this miserable white into the abyss, I will curse you. Your hair shall grow white. The mosquitoes and sandflies shall eat you up alive. Your legs and your arms shall bend like reeds. Your breath shall burn your throat like red-hot sand. You shall die soon. And after your death, your spirit shall be compelled to turn a millstone as big as a mountain, in the moon, where it is always cold. The scene produced on me a singular effect. The only one of my color, in a damp and gloomy cavern, surrounded by negroes with the aspect of demons— balanced, as it were, upon the edge of a bottomless gulf, and every now and then threatened by a deformed dwarf, by a hideous sorcerer, upon whose striped garments and pointed cap the fading light shone faintly, yet protected by a tall negro who was standing at the only point from which daylight could be seen. It appeared to me that I was at the gates of hell, awaiting the conflict between my good and evil angels, to result in the salvation or the destruction of my soul, as though assisting at a conflict between the good and evil spirits. The Negroes appeared to be terrified at the threats of the Obi. 
he endeavored to profit by their indecision, and cried, Obey me, I desire the death of the white man, he shall die. Bugjargal replied solemnly, He shall live. I am Bugjargal. My father was the king of Kakongo, who dispensed justice at the gate of his palace. Again, the Negroes cast themselves upon the ground. The chief continued, Brethren, go and tell Biasu not to unfurl upon the mountaintop the black banner which should announce to the whites the signal of this man's death, for he was the savior of Bugjargal's life, and Bugjargal wills that he should live. They rose. Bugjargal threw his red plume on the ground before them. The chief of the guard crossed his arms on his breast and picked it up with every show of respect. Then they left the cavern without a word. The obi followed them down the subterranean avenue. I will not attempt to describe to you, gentlemen, the situation in which I found myself. I fixed my eyes, wet with tears, upon Pierrot, who gazed upon me with a singular expression of love and tenderness. God be praised, said he. You are saved. Brother, return the way you came. You will meet me again in the valley. He waved his hand to me and disappeared. <laughs>